You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host TK and we've got a full house in tonight. We'll say good day to Andy first. Good day, Andy. How's it going, boys? It's good seeing all these heads on the screen here. Yeah, full strength. You all, look, you all look very handsome. Yeah, coming in live from Trialga <laughs> tonight, and he's helping out shearing sheep this week, the champion himself, Corbs. Hello, mate. Yeah, back hard at it, learning what real work is. Uh, full strength mm. is a bit rare for uh, considering all our classic teams are going and limping into this round 17 buy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to buy a trade. Someone just sell me something. But coming in live from New Zealand, our main man, and one of our good friends, Cole Lomas. Cole, welcome back, my man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for the invite. Um, not used to seeing all three of you here, but uh, yeah, be a good show. Look forward to it. <laughs> Packed house. We've got plenty to talk about tonight, boys. But let's rip in straight away because everyone is planning for round 17, which is a little bit different to round 13. So let's have a little look at how many players we've got playing and have a look at our trades. Cole, we'll start with you, mate. What are you thinking this week? Um, I've made three trades. Um I'm going to get rid of Tohu Harris. There's too much on value sitting on the bench for this time of year, especially if you want to make some gains. So I'm going to go him to uh, Fenua Blake, who was big last week, yep. got the good minutes. Um, I don't think Lodge is going to affect him too much. Uh, I'm going to trade out the bum Crichton, Stephen Crichton, that is, and I'm going to just cash him down to Virils. Okay. Just give me a bit of extra change. Nice. Um, and then I'm going to go Schuster, and I'm looking at bringing in, bringing in an X factor in Cody Walker. So uh, I'll give him a crack and... Uh, and he'll be good either 18th man or in the top 17 on the run home. Uh, that gives me 11 players for the round. And who, are the el- who are the 11, Carl? Uh, hang on, Bart. Just let me have a quick look. 11's a huge number. That's that's yeah. probably unheard of. People that I was thinking today, some have got four. I think <laughs> Shooter has three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen a few with like one, two. And um, yeah, there's a few. I've just been working towards it at the last... Even before the first bar round, I sort of had a couple that were playing this round. So just slowly built inside. I've got uh, Verils, Kolomatangi, Josh Jackson, Fenua Blake, uh, China, uh, Cody Walker, Sean Johnson, Will Kennedy, Reese Walsh, Sheik, and Sam Walker. Ooh, that's a nice list. You're going to score well. Where are you currently ranked, Cole? Oh, bro. Uh, I'm hiding under the bed like Jack DeVellin at 9,047. Yeah, but with 11 points, if you can get 50 points out of your additional, just say everyone's fielding six or seven, if you can get an additional 50 out of four or five players, that 200 points could probably lift you from 10,000 to a good mid. wouldn't even surprise me if you get up to that top 5,000, mate. Yeah, I just, I mean, I had a bit of a blowout earlier on and, um, just trying to just work myself back up. It's it's a little bit late now to to get anything real achievable and and reach the goals that I wanted. But I might as well just give it a bit of a crack this week and then push some good trades for the run home. Got five hundred and ninety k in the bank. Nice one. Now, Corbs, what have you got planned for this week in terms of your trades and numbers? This is a bit disappointing after hearing eleven players. I've got <laughs> I've got five at the moment. Uh, Simmonson and Harris were there, but they're obviously. I'm actually thinking of punting both of them. And Braley's the other one. I, like Knights were full on attack, everything going their way, and he still just scored so poorly. Mm. Uh, I've already got Verrills and Croker, so I'm looking at bringing in uh, Tom Alolo mm-hmm. at a, a good price. Nicarima 
and Ramian. Ooh. I like Nikarima. I, I was, I've noticed he's the Warriors' last four games, head-to-head, you've got to be looking at Nikarima. He's going to be doing most of the the ball playing. I think he's going to get his hands on the ball heaps over mm. O'Sullivan. Um, and then I know Chanel's back as well, but Nikarima still seems to score well. Like He's well and truly over the 50 average. I think he's 53. Yeah. Yep. And he's got that high ceiling as well if he does have those games where he just turns it on. So, yeah, they're the three. I've also... Sort of just, I'm not sure about. I've got Peachy, Remus, and Olam in the centers, and I feel like I'm just going to run the gauntlet and play with two centers because I'm just sick of Olam's torture. Ever since we wrapped him, Corbs, it literally was timing. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a there's a question in about five minutes' time, and he's going to be my answer, so I'll leave it, my talk on him till then. Nice. Moving to Andy, what do you got planned for this week, bud? Uh, well, my my hundred percent trade is is Harris to Tamalolo, making him be playing JT. I think he's just he's coming down to that that perfect price, six hundred k, six hundred eleven k. So you get a bit of money there from Tohu. It's a bit of a drop down from seven sixty six. Yep. I'm I'm going to punt Braley just like Corbs because I should have done it ages ago. I, you guys talked me back into him, and I, I regret it massively. <laughs> so, uh, don't know who I'm going to pick up for him. I'm thinking. I don't know if I'll make too many trades this week because I've only got – if I make two trades, I've only got four left for the rest of the season. So I might, yeah. just make, I might just make plays for Origin players after this week. So I might just play it safe and go with Tohu to Tama. And I've got seven playing if that's, if that's the case. Yeah, okay. I'm making three changes this week. So that will bring me down to four trades. But hey. I'll, I'll have seven for the round as well. So I'm trading out Tohu Harris, same sort of thing as Kyle. I just can't hang on to that much money for... I reckon that four weeks will probably be longer than that. But yep. at this stage, it's four weeks. I'm going to go Adam as well. I was really impressed by his comeback. I knew it was probably going to take him three games, and he, he delivered yep. in terms of minutes and impact last week. And I think with Tohu being out, I think you'll see that 55, 60 minutes regularly. And at 543, I think he's a steal. Simonson, unfortunately, even though I brought him in to do a job at fullback, and I think he did, he did pretty well. But and I'm not carrying him for six weeks either. And I'll bring Sammy Verrills in. Me and Corbs are having a good look at him over the last couple of weeks. And I like what I saw from him last week with no attacking stats pretty much. All he was doing was a t- defending. Nice, and, yeah. yeah, the last one is to get rid of Shusta. I'm just feeling that there's so much, even though he will be back, he might have to warm the bench given how good he is in the halves. And Forum and DC are the halves. And then you think about how good you know Lawton and Oka... Uh, Hamoli is on the other edge, plus Zero to come back. What you don't see with Zero, uh, with with uh, Joshi is Joshi makes he's very similar to Walsh, and we got to remember they're eighteen and nineteen year olds respectively. They're great with the ball, but on the opposite side of things, they are terrible, and they're still learning. And that's the hard thing to do is to learn how to defend, learn how to make good reads, and that's why I think he'll probably be seeing that number fourteen jersey for the rest of the season. So with that said, I'll keep Nathan Brown because he was my original attention. He'll be just like a backup mid. And I'm going to trade Shushta for Will Kennedy. I just couldn't get him in last week. I would have got him in last week. I like what I see with him. Last five average of 49. Again, we got spanked. And Broncos fans, yeah, egg on my face, baby. Egg on my face. But so you're I, only bringing in one Sharks player. But, yeah, so I'm, that'll bring me up to three. The Sharks don't have many fantasy relevant, Andy. You know that. So Yeah, I'll do. <laughs> as we just lost Corbs, I don't know where Corbs' Wi-Fi has just dropped out. Hopefully he, we he, can get him back. He's, he's sick of hearing about the Sharks. <laughs> he just <I> quit. <laughs> <laughs> he's quit mid-show. No, no. Corbs. No, no. Uh, 
Yeah, so I'm just bringing in my no. third Sharky there, and that will bring me up to seven players. So That's good, actually. I think I might jump on the same bandwagon with AFB because, man, 72 minutes out, and he, he punched it. Like you said, I don't think the lodge will affect his minutes much. Mm. Uh, me, me and TK were talking earlier, and the bench is pretty stacked of, um, of forwards, but I don't think AFB is going to take the hit. Because um, it's quite surprising. There's no um, f- like real utility on the bench. It's all nah. it's all head- heavy hitters. So I yeah. don't think Alicia Katoa probably won't play 80, and Bailey Sheeran won't play 80. So they're going to have Benny mm. Murdoch um, covering Osu on the edge, mm. and then yeah. uh, a bit more of rotation around um, Jazz Tavanga and that. So no, I'd be surprised. Me, I'd be surprised if Ali Katoa plays this week. Just noting that injury that he picked up last week didn't look great, and I didn't even nah. think named. But I suppose he was in tears. The, yeah, he was he was hurting pretty well, but I don't know if he plays, he plays. But I I just don't I don't I can't see it. All right, mm. moving on, boys. Keeping it the Warriors theme, Torhu Harris yeah. news today. You know they say you know what they presented two to four weeks, but it could possibly be a grade three as well, which would mean longer. It would mean longer four to six. We've only got nine rounds to go. Cole, we'll start with I think Corbs is a little bit frozen. Corbs, you back? <laughs> Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, perfect. No, sorry, you just you froze, so I just want to make sure you're all good. But we'll start with you, Kyle. Just give us your thoughts. We're all selling Tohu. That's not a problem. But why are you selling him? Um, as I said before, this time of year when you're trying to make gains in ranks, um, that much money sitting on the bench and, and unknown on how long he's gonna it's going to be before mm. he returns, it's just too much, too much coin sitting there when you can invest in other players like Fellas that have got good ceilings, like Tohu's pretty consistent around that 60 average. But if you can pick up guys that have got um, a good ceiling um, and, and a pretty high um, floor, mm. then, you know, I think you're willing. I couldn't push back on you if you did sell him to someone else that's got a good good high ceiling. Okay, nice. That's, that's my thoughts. Beautiful. Andy? Yeah, very similar. Like I said, just having that much money on the bench. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone in fantasy. It's my fault why he got injured because I actually picked him <laughs> up last week. So I'd like to apologise to everyone out there. Um, <laughs> could only happen to me. So Alicia, honestly. I, I, Alicia. I hope a fair few people, it affected other people as well. But, yeah, uh, he's out. Four weeks is too long, especially because I, I need to make some big plays, especially how, how far I am up in um, in the ranking. So I love when Andy gets it's, in it's, gunslinging mode. It's, really... it's, it's all or nothing. That's it. Cleary, get out of here. Tohu, go on. Who's next? I've only got four more trades, so there's only four people to go, but yeah. I love it. Um, JT, bring me, bring JT in for him. Yeah, I can see Actually, that you want to talk sorry, about this he's... guy. We'll, let, we'll give you a little segment to talk about JT for sure, Andy. <laughs> Corbs, you're, why do you want to get rid of Tohu, or are you? You are. Yeah, I am. I, I think we've talked about in previous weeks, pods, the four weeks. I just think it's too long to hold people. Like we were saying, Cleary were tempted to hold if it was around that four weeks, but you know we think that's a bit longer. And Tohu's a few categories down from Cleary, so yeah, just too long. Yeah, on Nathan Cleary, he was Tohu was hitting kind of Nathan Cleary numbers, but top five thousand, he's owned by ninety eight percent of the top five thousand. So if you're holding him and he ends up being out for five or six weeks, that's a huge mm. advantage you're giving away. So, yeah, for me, that that's probably the indicator, that, especially if you're competing hard. If you're in head-to-head, then fair enough, you can hold. But I think in overall, I think you're going to do yourself a massive disjustice dis- if you if you hold on. I don't know. If I was Louis, I'd probably just like, put him back. <laughs> put him in there, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, Louis, just drop in, mate. It's um, well worth it. 
definitely. All right, boys, moving on. State of Origin 3 is Wednesday week, but there's plenty on our radar. Corbs, we'll start with you. <laughs> Who is Origin players that are not in your team, which will be priorities post-Origin? Uh, well, I've got a list of them here, but my big ones are Ponga. Hmm. I like him. Yep. I'm going to just wait and see Latrell, just see if he sort of comes back. Because I feel like he's just been told by Bennett, just go through the motions, get our wins. He hasn't been that ruthless Latrell that um, Origin. Yeah. Uh, God, he's cheap, but Corbs. Early. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. If you if you know what he can bring on the back of a pretty good bunny side, I'm tossing up. I know Hass killed it on the weekend, but I'm tossing mm. up between Hass and Fodawaker. Okay. Because Fodawaker has been killing it with his numbers. Mm. Yeah. Uh, for feed is another one. So, yeah, there's two fullbacks to have a bit of a look at. The two big front rowers. For feeder, Murray. Is there as well? Mm. And um, are, you, are you just naming the whole Origin squad, or <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Unlike, unlike you, I've still got nine trades, so I can <laughs> at some Origin players where you've got to list mm. two players. Hey, um, yeah, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. Hey, you can only list four, bro. Hey, Corbs, yeah. Corbs, just on Ponga because he's on my list as well. I'm thinking that not the week after Origin, but the week after because he's got a break even of seventy four. And then you brought to my attention how kind of soft the draw gets after that for the Knights. Are you mm, kind yeah. of targeting him the week after the Storm? Yeah, all, all the, him and uh, <laughs> I know I've only got nine trades, but if, <laughs> if I don't like other people yeah. and I can hold and Frizzell comes to the table at a good price, he's also <laughs> one maybe to consider for that round 20 onwards for the Knights. Yeah, because it's a little bit of a difference, right, in terms of everyone getting yeah. for feeder. gives you a little bit of a pod potential. Yeah. Kyle, we'll go to you, mate. Who are the Origin players not in your team currently that you're looking at? Well, my team's looking pretty shit, man, so I'm just going to name <laughs> some. I haven't even got two of my bros, so um, he's he's pretty much top of the list. Um, and then uh, just based on Haas' last performance in this last game, he's definitely won. And he's real cheap at the moment too, so he's pretty much a, a like-for-like like for someone um, around that 650. Um, uh, I've got David Fafita, Kalen Pong, as you said, has got that soft draw, and Mitch Pierce um, makes him really come into the game a lot more with the way Pierce controls it. Pong is always running around the back, and Pierce always hits him every time, so I think he's going to be a real um, big inclusion if you can get him in, and Cam Murray. Mm. Andy, who are you keen on, mate? Oh, Payne Haas for one. His last three averages are 63.3 fantasy points, but his last game with the Broncos, with another win like that, he could just really fire up for the rest of the season, um, especially with Lodgie going. He's the main forward there now, mm. so yep. I think he will really step up. But here's one that no one's mentioned. I'm surprised. Happy Coruscant. Yeah. Mate, 648K, and hookers aren't playing the best this, this year or this, or this late, but his last four games, 68, 70, 24 and 79. So I know Ben Hunt's in the same range, but Appy playing 80 with no Cleary as well, mm. I think he'll step up and he'll actually take more control over the team because it's even with Luai out as well, he has to. He's that number one sort of playmaker and I think he might be a bit of a, um, a pod potential. Yeah, I think you're onto something have... definitely, Andy, because when Cleary's and Luai are not playing, they're definitely going to see less ball possession-wise. So he's going to be defending more. And that's where Appy yeah. got all his de- – like he got 50 tackles a year last, uh, last year. So, and especially if he, him playing eighty, those scores are actually that's the best hooker in the game at the moment. Yeah, I think. Have uh, you got his, those Sorry, Andy, have games. you got the price in front of him? Sorry. 
Yeah, hey, 600, 658, That's 648K. Not so it's okay. pretty cheap for a, a, a hooker's putting out 70-plus scores. Yeah, definitely agree with that one, mate. He's only owned by 4.5%. That's crazy. Mm. So, yeah, that, that might be my biggest play. Nice. Back into the... Um, into the three thousands from nine thousand. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm similar. <laughs> I'll race you. <laughs> I think Payne Huss is definitely a priority for me, especially they've got the Tigers after Origin as well, and he's got a bit of a he's got a Sunday game, so he's going to have five days rest. So you have to expect a guy, an athlete of his stature, he'll back up for sure. And he's only six hundred and fifty three k. Jesus, that's got to be the cheapest Payne Huss will ever be. Dave Fafita, yeah. but I like Corb's suggestion with Frizz as well. And I'm, it's one of those things, timing's everything, and everyone's got Fafita right now, right? Top 1,000, mm. 75%. Maybe just kind of branch the money out a little bit more and then mm. Ponga as well. So I'm in the same books as you boys. Yeah. Now let's look at our cells. You know, we all want – there's always a few players in our team that we want to get rid of. But Corb, start first. Who's on your cell target list, mate? There is. His name's popping up again. Olam. <laughs> yeah, I bought him in. He had like – of 50, three-game 50 average, I think it was. I bought him in, and he's lost 150K. He's struggling to hit 30. If he hits 40, I'm cheering. But I think that's happened once since I've bought him. He, I, I watch him, though. Like, you know how you put player cam on your players with uh, fantasy? I watch him. He, is, he overruns the ball so much. He's like got good attack inside him. It just burns me. But, yeah, he's... He's one I want to just get rid of, but there's always other problems in your team. And I've always got that thing in the back of my head that he's playing in the storm. Surely he just gets some good ball one game and he's going to dominate. (laughs) I'm still waiting for that. Just one. Just one game. Hey, boys, just a little bit of live news before we continue. Dave Fafita has failed in his fight charge. So he'll miss Origin, but he'll be available for round 18. Which is interesting because he probably wouldn't have played round 18. Yeah, if he... No, which makes him more of an in for, for round 18 for sure. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, Corbs, you continue, mate. Yeah, that's it. Just Olam. Just he Olam. Me. Nice. Andy. <sighs> Should have punted him three weeks ago, Braley. But in, in luckily, I would have picked up Hodgson, and Hodgson hasn't been playing that well. So mm. uh, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know who I'd even punt him for now. Maybe I'll try and. Oh, actually, you might as well I wait for Appy, mate. I might just do a yeah. I might just do that. Braley for Appy. Might do it now, mm. and then see. Oh, I might just wait till next just week. Just wait to yeah. Origin, yeah. Because you think Appy, Appy might get twenty minutes off the bench max on Wednesday night at max, so he should back up pretty pretty well. But wait till after Origin for sure, man. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'll do that. See ya, Braley to Appy. That's a brilliant trade. No, I like that trade, Andy. <laughs> what are you What are you going to do with your last two trades, then, Andy? Oh, no, three. I've got, well, no, so I've got to get Appy in, Hass in. So it's either it's either for Fida, Ponga, or just hold it just for a... <laughs> Don't worry, Andy. I'm in the same boat, and I've just come up with a term. I'm building a squad. I'm building a team of 21. We don't need trades. <laughs> Mine's a suicide squad. That's what it's called. <laughs> I like that one as well. Kyle, moving to you. Who are your cells to come out of your team, buddy? Um. I'm happy I don't have Paul Vaughan. Oh, imagine that. Especially... Um, yeah. No, um, Sam Walker. Yeah. He... Which I probably should have punted long ago, but I just held him just for this round and then I'll get rid of him. Yep. Uh, and oh, I'd be quite embarrassed saying it, but James Roberts has had him from round <laughs> 10. I can't believe. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I can't believe well, you he... held him for that long. 
Who's your player that you've held that you should have sold? Who's your number one regret so far? Oh, Sini, for sure. I, was, I, was, I know what yours is, TK. Took me like 12 um, weeks, boys. Jeez. What, that, that, I, that I've brought in at the start of the year, you mean? Or just haven't sold. That you held them thinking they'd, they'd turn well. James Roberts. Brian, yeah, that's pretty good. Brian, Brian Kelly, definitely. He, you know, he's, he's had a couple of good games last few weeks, but still, on overall, when we thought about what we analysed him for, he's definitely well below. Mm. I just held Roberts, though, for a red dot when he was um, when he was out, just the mid-season sort of looper if I needed him. But um, And then when he came back, I sort of just had other issues to go on. He was playing. He was actually, when he came back, I thought, oh, okay, I might as well just hold him out that he's playing. I've got other issues to try and deal with. So that's yeah. the reason yeah. I've held him. I didn't want to hold him that long, but I had other, <laughs> other shit dudes like Cini, so I had to give it to him too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just, yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Cobbs. Did you have anything to say? No, I just I'm just laughing about the scene thing. That's that's given me a good laugh for I don't know how long. <laughs> Ten weeks. Is this? Have you got rid of him yet? Yeah, I got rid of him last week. Last and week, I brought yeah. in Burden. Burden ended up being worse than Sini. <laughs> yeah, that that was a big shifty, wasn't it? They they like. Do you it think, was do you named, think it was named and then they ran out and then changed it on field? Yeah. I, I do you think, think they've possibly done it to sort of showcase Luai's skills at seven for origin or something? I'm not too sure why. Potentially. I think if Momorowski would have been like available, I don't think it would have happened. Because they just ran out of outside backs, I reckon. Lucky they'll only play, uh, playing para. <laughs> I don't know. The easy <laughs> way. I'm still <laughs> in dreaming of that kick. I reckon I could have made that kick. All right, boys, in my cell list, I've got Tyrone Peachy. He scored a four on the weekend, and his role just looks like it's changed. I think the next game against Para, I think it will go back to normal because they're just out of mids because Tino and Fodawake will have to back up with, what, 48 mm. hours. So, <clears throat> so they might be missing those two boys. CHN, I think he's probably going to be my upgrade for Fafita. I just think he's probably served. I've had him for five weeks, and he's served me well. I just think he, he just relies way too much on tries, and I think out of him and Fafita... If I can get Fafita in, even Frizzell in, and hit a set of CHN, I think I'd upgrade. And then at, at some stage, Nico Heinz is going to come out of the team. As good as he is, there's probably just un- other players that are going to be there long-term, and they're Munster and Pappenhausen, who are their first string. So at 700-plus K, he's going to have to come up, come out eventually. And I think with the break-even for Ponga being so high, you probably can do a straight swap. Because I think Nico Hines will back up, and I think that'll be the last game that he starts. I think they'll be Pup's first game back off the bench. And then the following week, I think they'll switch, switch him around. So I think that's the week that you can sell Nico Hines to Bonga. Pup's got a massive break-even too, eh? Yeah. So that's the thing. You don't want to touch him first week either. He's got a break-even yeah. of 100. Yeah, that's 102. Yeah, that's right. Mm, so it's something but massive. With, with the Because Hines has to play on the bench. How's that? That's going to be interesting because they can't play two hookers with Smith and Grant then either. Yeah. You would think Smith has to go back into that lock. The forward role. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting because then if they have um, Smith and Hines or Grant and Hines on the bench, it'll make it interesting. Well, yeah, that suggestion, Cobbs, of pushing him out to the centres. Like you've got the analogy no. of him having to be in that top 13 somewhere. I think he's a better centre than oh. Remus Smith. For some, for some reason, I just thought you were putting Smith out in the centre. I was like, come on, oh, no. He's no, a, no, no, he's no. He's a nugget. Nah, Nico, Nico. <laughs> he's the biggest centre in the world. <laughs> He'll probably play pretty well there. Anyway, but Corbs, yeah. <laughs> you could easily move Remus back to the wing and chuck Nico back in the centres. Turbo did it. 
Yeah, Turbo's a freak, though. But, yeah, he could. I don't know. It's a good headache to have, the old cliche. <laughs> but, yeah, if, oh, imagine he goes centres and gets Jewel <clears throat> just before. He's already got Jewel, mate. Nah. He's already got a Jewel. Is it? Finals. Yeah, he can't get through. No, no, you can't get thrice. <laughs> you should be able to get a triple, I reckon, because there's players um, like Dewey. Dewey didn't even play at wing fullback this year, and he's got a Jewel. How many? This is Tigo's ideal fantasy. Players should have triple triple positions, and we can have a ten man bench. Yeah, <laughs> you know they were talking about it today. They were hitting up old mate. What's his name from CK from the. That other podcast, the NRL uh, normal podcast. So, oh yeah, the late mail, whatever it is. Yeah, someone. What do they do in my settings? Sorry, boys. Did I change at all? Speak what? No, nah, you sound right. Okay, cool. No, it's just my computer was telling me I changed microphones. But we'll continue, boys. We'll start with you, Kyle, because this is your team. Warriors. Interesting to see Jazz Tavaga back in the starting lineup. He's only really played. Having looked today, only four starts at lock in his 15 games, but it's quite interesting. Now, Josh yep. Curran, he'll finish his isolation quarantine thing on Sunday. So he's been playing yep. quite well at lock and on edge. But as a Warriors fan, give us a perspective. Who would you think long-term while Tohu's out? Who gets that jersey? Um, I I don't think it's Jazz. I think he's more effective off the bench. Mm. Um, yeah, I think you'll see Curran come into 13 next week when he's back. Um, I think Jazz offers more impact off the bench. Um, comes in um, through the middle when you get those tired big men. Again, you know, he hits, spins, he's got that good offload. Um, I, I like him better off the interchange than I do from starting. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to be starting for that long once Curran returns. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's my that's my thought on it. I like him more off the bench than I do starting. And you got similar thoughts, don't you? Yeah, I agree. And the, the other thing is Curran's not injured or anything. He's just come back from isolation. So he's come back fully fit. So I think he plays at 13 and jazz off the bench. Is a, he's, uh, you were talking about this earlier. It's unfortunate. He's signed for another three years, but mm. do you see him starting? He's just going to be that 14 role like a, like Peachy was for so long. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And his utility value is not that good because that hooker is not that great. So no. mm, It's hooker or prop, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Corbs, you with us that – Probably yeah, current. no, I'm in, I'm in a green, so I think current comes back. Okay, cool. I'll give us yep. a little star for that one. The old <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, the Sharkies. One guy that did stand out on the weekend was Teague Wilton, and every time he starts, he gets really good fantasy numbers. He's quite cheap, 438K. There is Wade Graham in the background. That's the only bad thing. But, Corbs, we'll start with you because I know that you've, you've got him in your draft team. What's your thoughts on Teague? We haven't got any news on Wade, but for a fantasy classic player... If you have the trades, would you take a punt? Oh, this is what this is like an Andy move. If you want to make a move to <laughs> sort of beat people, I don't think mm. this is a bad one because I honestly don't think uh, Wade Graham's coming back this year yeah. with the multiple injuries. The play. That, like what Pappenhausen's only just come back from round ten. He's had eight weeks, and so what's he had two weeks already? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he could come back very late in the piece for their finals run if they make it. No, they'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) They had a little hiccup on the weekend, didn't they? No, did they? I can't talk about it anymore. That was my safest leg. I couldn't believe it. I'll have another Um, hiccup this week. Yeah, so (laughs) I'm saying it's a risky one. I'm probably looking at others in the Fafida and those origin players, so I'm saying no to me, but I 
could see it as a nice little risk taker if you wanted to make some moves because he does score well. Yeah. I, I like him. If I had more trades, I'd do it. I think the only issue <laughs> that you're going to get as well is if Wade Graham's back, Teague doesn't go to the bench. Teague just drops out of the whole team. Like there's a difference yeah. between him and Talakai because yeah. Teague doesn't really play in the middle. Kyle, are you seeing the same sort of thing? Yeah. Um, he does score well on the edge and, and he generally when he starts on edge, he plays 80, doesn't he? So, um, yeah. I think yeah, he's definitely got that that spot off officer for Talakai who's been running up the middle. Um, but I think just this time of year, when you're looking at your trades, you need to be getting keepers or cash outs yep. and not the mid rangers. Yeah, that's you've been around the longest out of all of us, Andy. Anything to add? Man? Yeah, so this is this wouldn't be my um, my pick with the slim trades. Like you, like Kyle said, you need those keepers. This is the too risky. I think. Um, like you said, if Wade comes back, he's he's out to chance bench or off the team. So, yeah, he could he could score well, and it's a really ballsy play. If you, I reckon if you got multi, if you got if who's that bloke in the he said he had it was four thousand, he had thirteen trays left. You know, what, mate, go pick up a teague, see how he goes. Take, like, no, that's I the, think it's the risky play. Yeah, but with, with four trays left for me, and I feel like a few a fair few other people in the uh, in fantasy managers would have the same. Mm-hmm. I think he's too risky. Yeah, I agree. All right, boys, last one of the burning questions before we rip into the audience stuff. Now, it's an interesting one because I think this is where probably fantasy moving forward with nine weeks to go is going to be won and lost pretty much. Without Cleary, there's no captains that pretty much just square each other off. So, boys, let's have a look at captains for the week and then probably look at our standout options moving forward. Kyle, we'll start with you. Um, for me this week, I'm looking at either Sean Johnson. He's probably the safest one. Uh, and and for a little smoky, I might have a look at Reese Walsh. Okay. Nice. Just the smoky, he's you know he's been away. He's had that hammy injury, um, so yeah, he's he's a bit of a risky one to take. Um, so I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but I think SJ for me is the safest one. Yeah. But going forward, I think um, uh, David Fafita, yes or no? It's, he's a little bit funny as well because as I said, he comes on strong and then he fades away in the second half. Um, so he's a one if you want to sort of maybe a, a bit of a pod captain possibly. Mm. Um, but uh, Turbo, um, Isaiah Papali'i, and another little smoky and Payne Haas. Did you just name your whole team? No. <laughs> no just a couple of captaincy options for others. Are you, you going to rotate them each week and just go to see each <laughs> Corby, who are you going this week and who's your main man moving forward? Uh, mine are exactly the same as Cole's SJ and then maybe Walsh, but I'll probably just stick with SJ as he's a bit safer Yep. and I'll need as many points as I can get uh, with my low numbers. Yeah, moving forward, it's just the, the same old big guns, but I'll be really just looking... And I haven't looked just yet at who their opposition is because some teams just give like you, you yep. look at the the dogs and tigers. If you're playing against them, then and you got an SJ or a, a Turbo or a Ponga, um, yeah, that's who I'm going to be sort of locking down for captain. So mine's more going to be who are they playing? Yeah, but SJ, yeah. we all got him, and he's averaging since he came back at number seven over 500 kick meters. A week because literally the sharks don't have another kicker in their team, so it's just oh, huge, just a huge advantage. That's twenty five points just straight off the bat. How many kick meets did he get yeah, last sure. week with Moylan out? Because um, 
Uh, got, again, 560. Trindle. Yeah, Trindle yeah. kicked quite a bit in the game as well. So, ah. But the Sharks, that's all they were doing. They weren't really... That's, I think that's why they lost. They weren't chancing their hand at all. They were just completing sets and being oh, boring. They played so safe. Yeah. They well, the standard very, yeah. pass it to Ramey and they didn't really do much. And then, yeah, you've done it a couple, couple of uh, good line breaks, but, yeah, it didn't really amount to much. Yeah, great. Andy, your captains, man. Um, so I think there is the obvious option of Sean Johnson, but I've got two ones that I'm actually thinking over him, just purely just for a bit of change. Yep. Uh, Reese Walsh is probably my risky one. Because he's a winger fullback, but he's just got that class. He's got a high ceiling. The other one is um, possibly a JT, Jason Tomalolo. He has hit um, the the an 80 to 83 this year. Yep. No, sorry, like 84 this year against the Broncos. It's a big score, but um, look, I think he's coming back into form, um, and he could be another option. So I think I might just leave it leave it till Thursday to see how I feel and see what that gut says. But we'll do, do we want up to another smoky one. Who's that? For the rest of the season, mate, I tell you, God, someone's going to come back with some real good confidence after Origin 3, after they pump them 50-0. Is Mitchell Moses a smoky for captain opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll lose horrendous and Parramatta will lose the rest of the comp because yeah. of that. But, he could be a sell nah. after Origin 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, depends, depends if they get beat. Yeah, it depends. No, I like, I like yeah, the no, Tommy Lolo call, Andy, because I think we mm. just haven't seen – you know how me and you we took Kyle before we started? We were talking about Cody – where he's in second gear, but he's still hitting some good scores, but we're going to see eventually him just go berserk. I, I think we're going to get see that out of Tammy Lolo at some stage as well. So I think that that is a good call. Right opposition, and it might be this week. I think that you mm. might see the best out of him coming up for sure, Andy. Well, who they got the bunnies this week. Yeah. So I'll definitely go SJ as my captain this week and AFB as my vice captain, but pretty obvious, guys, if... Fafita is probably your first choice. And then like Corbs and all of you have mentioned, it just depends on opposition. If you see like a standout Manly game against someone like either a Tigers, that's just a go sign that Turbo is going to go nuts. Those bottom four clubs against Turbo, that's that's just finger licking good. So All, all the Dragons reserve great size. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Do you, mate, I think everyone will have Tommy next week. Kyle, before we move on to the audience questions, I know you've been hanging out. To rip into the dragons, mate. I'll give you a good one minute to just rip in. Oh, yeah, you reckon? Um, no, no, I don't know. It's it's um, yeah, they uh, they. I don't even know why they were partying for such a shitty win. Um, they <laughs> just won. They didn't need to have a party about it. They. Um, That's my thoughts exactly, Cole. Like, what were they celebrating hey. exactly? Oh, we were, we were probably just getting a win during the game. We yeah, were just getting a win. The game and after Kyle, and we were saying how, like I was saying as a Dragons fan, we didn't deserve to win that. It was such a weird ending, and yeah. the worst part was Corey Norman kicked the field goal. Who he played horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. He had one of the worst games I've seen him play. Yeah. Um, hey, would you yeah. would you take um, would you take Paul Vaughan as uh, as payment to as thanks <laughs> for yeah. another bloody good forward on your bench. <laughs> he would we'll give, you, uh, we'll sure. give you Kane Evans. Oh, great trade. Great, great trade. Hey, did you hear I was listening to the Guru's podcast today? The, he reckons, um, I don't know if, if this is what he, he, he um, allegedly that um, uh, Moose um, rolled himself up in a rug. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. I'm surprised he got invited. Yeah. Well, you saw that you saw the uh, Gerard Bill meme, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he got out this the best. Two grand. That's that's massive. Uh, All right, boys, before we go to the audience questions, uh, please follow us on social media, Talking League Pod, as you're listening on Facebook and also Instagram. Talking League One on the Twitter. Thank you for all the Apple reviews. If you haven't yet, please leave us one of those. Tomorrow, we're actually starting a new show with the Kiwis. It's called Buy, Hold, Sell. goes for about 15 minutes, nice and punchy. Kyle's going to be on that next week, but it's been a rotation between our main man, Joy Arrow, so Eddie Dorham, <laughs> and uh, also Shooter McGavin. Tim Valentine. So our three favorite Kiwis. We'll give that a test tomorrow. Like I said, it's nice and punchy. So join us at 6 p.m. That's Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Or for all the Kiwis, I know there's heaps of you. That's at 8 p.m. your time. So join us live on Facebook or we'll put that also in the audio directly after the show. But, boys, let's rip in. Audience questions first. Cole, you've got a few here. Now, hey, Tigo. Hey, Tigo, we're sort of um, get Corbs to do his three. He's got to head off uh, Corbs, do you need to go, do you, mate? Yeah, if that's all good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. We'll go into yours first. So, Corby Blant Peel, he wants to know, this is a good question, actually. Wade Egan, he's he's had a monster. Thanks for bringing me back, too, <laughs> Corby. And <laughs> just want to know, is Wade Egan worth a look? Mate, diving into his stats, I was like, why do I let him go? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Originally, I was thinking, originally, I was wait, uh, thinking waiting for a hunt and Appy or the Chiefs Grant. Um, I, I just feel Grant, surely he's going to get it, and I'm sort of really hopeful because I've got him in draft. Of his recent form, playing 80 every week, like he's just guaranteed that 80. In his last month, he's had an average of 65.6. Like, that's <laughs> up there, keeper status, easy. <clears throat> he's got a real solid base, and if he looks to attack, which he looks like he's doing more of the, um, at the moment, and, mate, on the back of their mids at the moment. I mean, Tohu's a big loss, but then you bring Lodge in, who I think he's going to be just going hammer and tong. Just him and AFB are going to be like the Bash brothers off Mighty Ducks. Yeah. yeah. Um, break even of 18, he's not a bad, just, um, I don't, it's probably a bit of an upgrade for Braley. And yeah, I, I don't mind it. The only thing that I've, is holding me from bringing someone like him in is I've already got, Lockie Croker and Verrills for this round. So I don't really need another hooker. And I'm going to try and grab some other players with a sort of look at Appy or Hunt later. But if you were to bring him in, he's he's sort of hitting keeper scores. So, oh yeah, I'd, if I'm brilliant and um, you want to get them, I'd, I don't think it's not a bad shout. Nice. I like it. I can see the hurt in your face. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you giving me back to Snake. Now, Josh, another Josh, Josh Page, he wants to know, Bailey Simonson, you know, the news today, four to six weeks, he's out with his toe injury. Now, best trading options for someone around that price, mate? Yeah, well, a lot of people were just talking about uh, bringing the Savage and letting him play that exact same role as uh, Simonson, just being that emergency option. You're going to bank a bit of cash. Who is he? 390 down to 228. Mm. Um, yeah, the problem there is I just see Raiders rotating players again because they're playing that poorly. That that was yeah. the worst game I've seen Raiders play in a long, long time on the weekend. Yeah. So I've, I've looked at a few others. Verrills, I know he's not a winger fullback, but he's still a good option. I think he's going to start playing that. I've been tooting his horn for the last few weeks. The other three who are all winger fullbacks, uh, Sloan for the Dragons. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he wasn't at the party, so... He might get a start. Yeah. Dufty and um, Norman, they were already on the outer and told they're not getting contracts. I can't see him playing again. 
or much time. Like, why wouldn't you blood new players? So Sloan at 233 yeah. is cheap as. But the two that I like more, Staines at 300k, who's now playing wing of, uh, playing fullback. If he has a couple of good games, they get some wins. Uh, he could be an option. And Domi Young. Now, you've mm. seen Ruben mm. Garrick and Sarp yeah, on like the end him. of good back lines. He plays on the left to Ponga. Ponga gave him two on a platter. He's also a bit of a ball runner once he gets in his hands. Yeah. He's quite dominant. True. Yeah. Looked a bit nervy, looked a bit raw on the weekend, but a few games, if they get a run on and he's on that left edge, 305K, it's banks at 85K. He's probably my pick, but Verrills is a, another safer one. He's only got a break of eight, two. Yeah, I like that Dom Young one. I think that yeah. that, that draw that you brought up a few times, Corbs, I think you, yeah. you're exactly right, especially if Ponga hits form. We know he loves yeah. a part. He's a left-hander, so he's going to pass from right to left quite quite strongly too. Look at – you getting – have you got a waiter over there, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how good the water was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> I love it. All right, final question for you, Corbs, for the night. Hanzo, our good mate, he wants to know any good cheapies that you're seeing this week. You pretty much said. I yeah, I, the, a lot of them just mentioned up there. The stains and barrels, it's you're sort of saving a lot of coin there. The savage is only the real cheapy, but I just feel like you're bringing them in for this round. I feel like you're better off going the stains, barrels, or young, where you could actually use them if needed later on down the track. So I'd I'd probably steer clear of savage, but yeah, like if you I like old mate with thirteen trades, then maybe you can afford to <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> Corps, well done tonight, mate. Give you a, a little exit tick. Thanks, boys. Enjoy the rest of the week in Taralga, mate. Say hello to your parents for me. And, yeah, we'll chat on the chat. All right, too easy. I'll be tuned in to the um, buy, hold, sell tomorrow. Look forward How to it. How good is this bloke? <laughs> <laughs> See you, boys. See you, mate. See you, See you mate. All right, boys, let's rip into these audience questions. First ones for you, Cole. Tunga Cowley, he's a good bloke, this guy. I've got six trades left. Wow, he's got shooter problems. <laughs> so I think I'm finally going to finalize my team. So he's having a look at his last six trades. Now, the six trades, clearly to use this round. Hines to Pappenhausen, pending round 18. Watson to Huss. Hudson Young to David Fafita. And uh, Moses Embai to Latrell. Some really tidy upgrades there. What's your thoughts on these ones, Kyle? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, Clarity Hughes is a good one. Um, either him or DCE, but old um, Bullant Peel's uh, name for Mr. Hughes, the Jar Goat. Um, yeah, he is doing really well, and he's played really well this year. Um, I it's uh, With the way um, Melbourne's going, I think Hughes... Um, I think that's a really good upgrade. Obviously, it's a it's a um, well, it's not an upgrade. Clear he's injured, but it's a good way to make some cash. Um, so yeah, I like that trade. Um, um, hard to know without looking at his team. Um, Heinz to Pappy is is a great one. Um, obviously, just wait until um, Pappy's named before you pick him up. Though that's my only um, only um, recommendation. Yep, Watson to Haas is a, a wicked upgrade. That starting um, lineup too, right at, for pups. Yes, yeah, that's right. And then, as you said, we touched on it before. Now Lodge has gone to the Warriors. Haas is going to be the biggest minute forward there. Um, and I think that's – and I also 
holding Watson for this long, that's a wicked hold for him because a lot of people sold him. So I think that's a really good hold for as long as he's had him, if he's had him from round one. Yeah. And I, uh, sorry, Kyle, I left one guy off too. Sorry, I just was reading it now. It was Matt Moylan to question yep. mark. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yep, no, that's okay. Um, and yeah, Hudson Young, uh, David Fafita. Yep, that's a good upgrade. You could pull the trigger on that one next week. Because um, as I said, it looks like he's going to be playing that round 18. Yep. Mm. Uh, by to Latrell. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Um, to be honest, I would probably look at someone like Gagai or Ponga rather than Latrell if he's got the cash to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just with me, I think Latrell, even though he's coming off the confidence of origin, I think he's still, when he goes back to South, I think he's still a little bit too inconsistent. He just, he's too up and down, whereas you get those good hookers, uh, those good wing fullbacks like Ponga, um, Turbo, Pappenhausen, Hines, um, they're all quite um, consistent. So I think you could possibly do better than Latrell. Yep. Um, and Moylan, I've left a question mark as well because I, I I don't know the makeup of his team, so it's hard for me to kind of say who the possibles from Moylan um, to. Maybe like, as you guys said, maybe Tyson Frizzell, if you've got the cash to do that after all these upgrades. But yeah, I can't give a recommendation on Moylan because I don't know the makeup of his team. Yeah, fair enough. Now, Andy, Parramatta, Joey Lussick's been absolutely shooting the stars out. A really good, you can, I wouldn't even call him a backup because I think he's an NRL standard hooker. But he's made some good cash for people, averaging really good as well. What's your thoughts on him? Have you heard anything about Reed as well? When is Lussick a sell? Uh, I did see some footage of Reed back at training um, today. So uh, I think he's well on track to coming back around 18. Mm -hmm. Um, Considering it was a shoulder injury and he's had a bit of time off, you can still see Lussick on the bench. And play that bench role, and I'm pretty sure from the app it says he's on a, his break even's minus fifteen. Wow, if that's a case. He's definitely not a sell this week. Anyway, you can wait. He'll make you put him. He'll make what this is say comes to the bench gets 20, 30 points. He's still going to make a bit of cash. So yeah. if you can hold him, just wait till next week. And he's definitely a sell, but just wait till after round eighteen. I think. Yeah, I like that as well, mate. But he's a really, really good player. Now, mm. Cole, next question for you. And I think Andy, you probably want to jump in this one as well. Hayden Roberts, yeah. Jason Tamulolo, he's asking for a look in at six eleven k. So I'll get I'll get your opinion from both of you guys. But Cole, you go first. Yep. Um, for me, he's been too inconsistent. Yes, he's cheap, but his scores aren't at keeper level where we want to be trading in guys at the moment. Um, I said it before. He's in this year. I'm rating him as only a mid ranger. He's not a keeper. The way that he's been producing his scores. But if I'm wrong, I'm happy to. Have egg all over my face in that light if he if he does go well. But at the moment for me, I'm not I'm not gonna touch him. He's too inconsistent. Um yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, for me he's he's a no. I think he can do better. Yeah, I like this when we've got opposing views and it doesn't really matter. But Andy, you're a buy on this guy. I've just taken the chance, hey. Uh, I think he's had two really good games in a row, with a fifty one, not the best, but with a sixty last week with uh fifty eight and fifty seven minutes. It's just – it's the JT, you're just hoping, aren't you? Like he's – just remember like games from last year where he's running 350 metres per, per game. Just unbelievable where he still has that ability. I don't think he's lost that. Um, with a couple of good good games along the season, like, yeah, they got the bunnies this week, but if they get a good roll on, you might be able to see some, some form from him. Um, I think at 6'11", that's the cheapest you're going to see. I don't think mm. he's going to get below that. And I'm just taking a risk because – Without Tohu, I might just drop him and take a punt, take a chance. So, uh, as Abba said, 
Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, chance. <laughs> He's definitely got the pedigree. Now, moving on, boys. Kyle, Damien Mona, he wants to know, and this is the young Canberra fullback debuting this week. Do you know much about Xavier Savage? Um, from I've heard a couple of the guys on a couple of the socials that I'm a part of um, saying that he's got some lightning speed and he's got a really good pass. Um, very, very raw. Um, for me, this time of year, um, yes, he's a cash out, but you know, you're bringing him in um, maybe for only this round because after that, you won't want him in your 17 because he's just not going to produce the points that you want. Yep. I'm happy if you're bringing him in as a cash out. That's good as um, use him this round and then possibly he's just in your emergencies. And then when he goes out of the side, you've got him as a looping red dot for later. Um, but for me, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to grab him. Uh, I'm pretty happy where I'm at. But for yeah, for if you're going to use him as a cash out, go for it. But I think you could get uh, virals instead. Nice. Now, next question is for you, Endos. And uh, the question, his actual name is too much, my bro. So, <laughs> interesting question. So he wants to know who are the best cash out options. That's quite a, a little bit of a different one to what Corb was answered because his was like cheapies that you'd keep. But he wants to know cash yeah. out options for seventeen. Who are you seeing? I think there's three um, just baseline. Uh, you got your Xavier Savage. And if you want, just for this week, you got Blake Taff coming uh, mm. for the Bunnies on mm-hmm. uh, wing of fullback. So he could he could go big this, this week and get some um, some points for you. But then he, he won't play next week. So it's just a, it's just mainly just bottom dollar, cash out, lowest price. Yep. And the last one is a, is a player that had big raps on him coming into the uh, the start of the season is Joe Stimson. Yeah. He's actually starting second row for the Dogs. Uh, this is the first time he's actually started since I think. Oh man, yeah, I had big raps on him when he left Melbourne last year. I think it was to go to the Dogs. Mate, he started like, in oh. a grand final, Andy. Yeah. Oh, mate, and and he came to the Dogs and legit. I think he got injured or yeah, something happened, and yeah. he just yeah. never got a run. So, is this the is this the return of Joe <laughs> Simpson at 228k? Why not have a have a chance and you know, I have a stab? I think he's one of those guys that those forwards where they get all the effort out of them when they leave for a bigger contract elsewhere. They generally don't go that well. Yeah, well, they're, they're just the bottom dollar ones. So yeah, I think if you're just getting them for a pure cash out and for a risky chance of someone who plays this week, those three players are probably the ones to go. <laughs> I like that. All right, Kyle. Next one, Stephen Walsh. He wants to know it's his first year planning. He's sitting at. 4,100, which is quite good. Good on you, Steve. You've got 13 trades left, so you've been... That's that's excellent. And That's great. He's been conservative, but at the end of the day, he's in a better spot than pretty much everyone. And what he wants to know, he's got seven for the bye week this week if he goes from Ramian... Sorry, from Peachy to Ramian this week. Yeah, so he wants to know the thoughts on that one. What's your thoughts on that, Cole? Um, First of all, I want to say... You're having a fantastic first year, man. And to have 13 trades left, I think most people would be rather jealous. Um, oh, yeah. that's, that's awesome, man, to have 13 trades. And you've obviously done a good job. Um, uh, on the, uh, I think, seven, um, on your with your rank and the trades you have, I think if you can get that up to maybe nine, uh, I think you're doing really well. Um, on the peach to Ramian, I think maybe you might, hopefully you could find another way. As cool, um, TK touched on it before. When we come into round 18, I think Peach may get a few more minutes, especially if Fodawaka and um, uh, Tino get limited minutes. He may actually start 13 and play 40, 50, maybe 60 minutes. So I would be flicking Peach after round 18 
Um, but I, if you can get Raymen in in another way, uh, do it like that, mate, and hold uh, hold Peach for just until after the rating, just to see what sort of minutes he gets. But yeah, you're doing a good job, man, and, and keep cracking on and 13 trades. It's it's awesome, bro. Keep going. Yeah, he gets one of these. Yep. All right, Andy, your final question is another one from Hanzo, and he wants to know, Joshy Shushta, is, is he a trade-out? And if so, he's looking at Sean Johnson. Is that a good move? What's your thoughts? I think it's a great move, yeah. I'm, I'm spewing that it took Shusha Song to come back. I was holding him purely for this round, and to see him not named, it really it really kicked me in the guts because uh, those four trades I have could go to three. Yeah, no, I agree, flick of, the, flick of the shoe. So yep. I think I might, <laughs> I might do the thing and I might kick the shoey <laughs> and uh, I'll pick – I think it's a good trade with short, uh, Sean Johnson, especially with that run home. Yeah, they got beat by Broncos, but like you said, uh, even when they're getting beat, guess who's kicking it out of their end? It's Sean Johnson. So with their winning, he's kicking goals, and if they're losing, he's kicking metres. So I think SJ is a great trade for Shuey. Yeah. The best thing that happened to Manly was Shuey went out because they realised they've got other edge players. Like the two guys just, they're replacing have been really good. I'm just awesome. really, really worried where, where, like where he fits in the team. Like it's he, – he, I don't think – he's not even going to be that 14 role because Walker's actually playing a great 14 role. Hmm. And, and he's coming on and he's being that sort of attack and bit of a break in the middle. Hmm. And with Shuey, he's, he's just – they might just bring him on as a – probably a, an edge an edge second role, I like, and just – Rotate him as a yeah. as a ball runner, which is unfortunate for him because he's he doesn't get to showcase his skills. But uh, I guess there's always next year when Foran injures himself. I'm surprised Foran's gone this long oh, without getting yeah. injured. Yeah, he's so, doing real good. He's surprising everyone. So whatever he's he's on the same treatment as um, Tommy Turbo's hamstring, I reckon the, ma- the magic water spray or something. I'm not too sure what's going on, but, but maybe the, the, you're sure a few sh- that sh- sharks coach hasn't gone down manly, have they? Or that's really come on, come thank on, you. Thank you, boy. That's where he started, actually, Manly. Oh. All right, final question for the night, and it's Nate Nathan. This one's for you, Kyle. And any word on Albert Kelly and if he's out for the rest oh. of the season? He wants to know who's the best cheapie at this price to replace Albert and preferably below. He actually does have Sam Verrills. So. Oh, yeah. Um, how much? Sorry, uh, I didn't realize. Um, how much is no. – what's his worth? T- TK gave this one to me. Oh, was this, oh, was this for you, Andy? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Andy. Sorry, <laughs> no. Kyle, forget that. That's for Andy. Sorry, mate. That's all right. No, nah, I, I just imagine he's probably has it done for preparation. He'd probably answer it better than me, to be honest. Yeah, he, his eyes just lit up <laughs> like it was a, te- you know, a test that you don't study for. Yeah. Well, with, with Albert Kelly, it's, I think he's back round 18 with his hamstring injury. But although Brody Croft didn't do too much against the Sharks, and he scored uh, a fancy point score of 19. Mm. He's in a winning Broncos team, and not many Broncos can say that at the moment, that they're actually in a winning Broncos mm. team. Yep. So I don't understand. If they play again and they play all right or at least get close, then how do you how do you bring someone else in if you're in part of a winning team? He's not the best half, but they won. Like, mm. yeah, I, I just don't see. So I think that Albert Kelly's probably a trade out pending round 19, 18. Um, uh, I think if Albert Kelly's in and Brody Croft's in, they'd probably just keep him. But um, for other cheapies, you could possibly go – I've got two other options. The other ones are Xavier and Stinson. They're not really players. They're not really keepers. But Dylan Dylan Walker, 
331K. Yep. And depending on whether Schuster comes back and what kind of role he plays, he's actually uh, scoring pretty well uh, and he can play centre and half. Uh, the other one is TC Rabati for the uh, yeah. for Bronx. So we yep. lodged out um, and him sort of really stepping up. Uh, he's part of that winning team um, as well. Uh, his last four games was 56. 14 was an average one week on the bench, but back to 52 and then 45 last week. So they're pretty decent scores for a 363K player. So I think he's probably the number one um, cheapie uh, on my list. Yeah, Manly's an interesting one, just sticking with that. When you think Josh Alloy has got to stay, he's coming back in two weeks as well. Ciro's back. Oh, yeah, Schuster's back. The man that you just mentioned has been going so good in that 14 role, Andy, Dylan Walker. Mm. It's going to be someone's going to be missing out and crying. They might need to start loaning some players to the Dragons for the next couple of weeks. They were saying Manly, remember the start of the season, they were saying Manly have no depth. Now, jeez. Second yeah, out of nowhere. And you just really show maybe Saab seeing the, seen the culture of the Dragons and did one in. Because he didn't, wasn't really that, that good player back of the Dragons. He was never getting involved. But now at Manly, I'm not too sure what's happened. Turbo's unlocked him. Well, it, yeah, it, it's interesting you bring that up, Andy, because he's from Greystains, and he was saying the drive to Wollongong is too far. The drive's exactly the same length to, to Manly. <laughs> <laughs> so you might be onto something that maybe the culture was just off and he just didn't like it, mate. Yeah, Sabi, bring him on. Yeah, for sure. Bring him on the pod. <laughs> All right, boys, good show. Kyle, thanks for jumping on. You'll be on the Buy, Hold, Sell next week. But for people that haven't heard, new show tomorrow. It's a nice punchy one, 15, 20 minutes. Eddie and Tim will be on that one. We'll go through eight players, just nice and punchy for the round 17. Andy, Kyle, thank you for your great analysis tonight and good luck with your fantasy teams this week. Been a pleasure, boys. I'll probably make an all four trades by the end of the week, I reckon. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I hope you do. Awesome, boys. Uh, thank Kyle, you very much. Thank you so much, mate. Sweet guys, See you, thank listeners. You. See you guys. <laughs>